This is a podcast from souf.co.uk. Hello, I'm Patrick Downs. This is all about film, whether it be Blu-ray, DVD or streaming. This is Bring the Film. In the Mauritanian, a defence attorney, her associate and a military prosecutor uncover a far-reaching conspiracy while investigating the case of a suspect 9-11 terrorist imprisoned at Guantanamo Bay for six years. It's all there at the top sheet. Now we got to check through the intel reports and corroborate. Be exacting, thorough. We are seeking the death penalty, but if we miss something, this guy goes home. All right? Let's get to it. Starring Taha Rahim, Jodie Foster and Benedict Cumberbatch. Our film correspondent Hayley Donaghy caught up with Jodie Foster to talk more about her initial thoughts when reading about such an important story and her hopes for what the movie can achieve. I've never really made political movies ever before and um, I think that this one felt different than a political film. I think it felt like it was really character driven and that it had that opportunity to, well, it really moved me in a way that was not just because it was a historical circumstance, but because you know, these characters were genuinely moving and they really changed and they were trying to become better people. I think that was the reason why I was attracted to it. Um, but I do think that these films do help. Films do help us get better instead of worse. And they have an opportunity uh, to make cultural shifts um, and to help, help people explore their own psyches. So yeah, I hope this, I hope this movie is able to change hearts. Absolutely. And one of the many things I love about the story is that it really is thanks to these incredible women that, you know, he got the justice deserved. Just how impressive is Nancy Hollander and Terry Duncan when you met them? Yeah, Nancy Hollander is an amazing character. I, I didn't get to meet Terry Duncan and, and she is uh, the Terry Duncan in the movie. Shailene Woodley's character is kind of an amalgamation of two characters. Um, that were sort of, you know, compressed together. And the real Terry Duncan is really formidable. She's doing great work with people that are on death row. But Nancy Hollander is, you know, a walking contradiction, right? Lipstick, lots of lipstick, red lipstick and red uh, nails, and likes to wear black leather and, you know, drive around in race cars and stuff. And yet she's this very sober, defended, careful, suspicious legal mind. Um, I love playing characters that have those contradictions and I, I think I may have heightened them a little bit just to, I made my Nancy Hollander a little bit meaner than the real Nancy Hollander in the beginning and then she sort of changes over time and, and softens once she meets, spends years with Mamadou, um, finally understanding and intuiting that he is not guilty. And Benedict Cumberbatch, you produced the film, and I know he's really excited to work with you and go head to head in those amazing scenes. What did you enjoy about working with him? Oh my gosh, what an amazing actor. Um, you know, he, he also selfless in producing this film and really making sure that the film prioritizes Mohamedou's character. You know, this film really is about Mohamedou, but the supporting characters, you know, like Benedict in the film, uh, his Stuart Couch is such an important part of the film. I just barely even recognized him. I thought he was amazing in the film. And he really felt like one of those, you know, tough masculine military jarhead guys and um, just felt so different than the real Benedict. You know, I was so surprised at the transformation. And the film is already quite rightly getting some awards nominations and I'm sure so many more to come. What would awards recognition mean to you specifically for this role and for this amazing film? I just hope that the film gets recognition just because I feel like this movie can do a lot of good work. You know, we need to talk about about closing Guantanamo and if this is the vehicle by which we have that conversation, then I think that's really great. You know, we need to have it again. We had it during Obama, it didn't happen and we need to have it now. 
I do think Tahar's performance is extraordinary, and I just felt very grateful that I was able to be in that room with him uh, and to hold space for him while he was really inhabiting Muhammad. I just didn't want anyone else to tell you, but I'm prosecuting a Gitmo case. One of the recruiters from 9-11. He put those men on my husband's plane? Sorry. I didn't mean to ambush you. I just didn't want somebody else telling you. Kathy? I'm gonna make him pay. Starring Taha Rahim, Jodie Foster, and Benedict Cumberbatch. Of our film correspondent Haley Donahue caught up with Taha Rahim about when he first heard of Mohammed Al Stahi's story and how he prepared for the role. I had the luck to have read the script two and a half years ago, so uh, it gave me some time to think about it and you know to let it fuse inside of me, in my body, in my brain. What I had to do is, is to read the book first, talk with Kevin back and forth, and finally talked to Mohamedou. And that was the, uh, a turning point to me in, in the idea I had to portray Mohamedou. Because I was very like a, a good student doing my uh, homework. And uh, I asked him some questions. And when it comes to uh, the touchy topic, he changed and I felt that he felt bad, that he was instantly traveling back there. It was hard for him just to talk. His eyes would move all over the place. I mean, it, it, traumatic. So I stopped. I knew that the only way to, to understand his personality was spending time with him and ask him some question of life. And the more we would talk, the more I would uh, know who he is deeply in his uh, good moments, in his uh, moments of doubt, and, and I would observe him. I think it was the most important thing I did to portray him. But physically, I went hard on me. I wanted to experience what it is to be in Guantanamo. I went as close as possible to the real conditions, like uh, wearing real shackles, uh, getting in the cold, being waterboard, you know, all of it. So uh, I felt responsible. I wanted to convey authentic emotions. People have called you a terrorist lawyer. How do you respond to that? When someone's accused of terrorism, people like you seem to think that that's different. It's not. When I stand by my client and I insist that he gets a fair hearing, I'm not just defending him, I'm defending you and me. The Constitution doesn't have an asterisk at the end that says, Terms and conditions apply. Starring Taha Rahim, Jodie Foster, and Benedict Cumberbatch. So our film correspondent Haley Donahue caught up with Benedict Cumberbatch, who plays Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Couch, and also produces a film about how he first heard of Mohammed's old star story and how he came to produce and star in his film. I first came across the material when I read an excerpt from Mohammed's then redacted biography, Guantanamo Diary, for The Guardian, and I was hooked by the voice, the dilemma, the position he was in, and knowing that he was still in prison thinking how is this how much more can I learn from reading this so I read the whole book and was just knocked sideways by it not least because of his wit and his humor and his generosity and the sort of possibility of salvation in the darkest recess of human experience and I thought this man's story has to be told not just politically but the inspiration that he carries as a human being and um, I turned to my business partner Adam Ackland who, who runs Sunny March with me at the time it was just us and now Leah Clark who's head of production there and we decided to pitch in for the rights and develop it and early on this bear in mind was when Mohammed was still in Guantanamo Bay 
and early on it was it came out as very faithful but slightly journalistic slightly dry and historical and then we went more for a sort of subjective Mohammedi's perspective which was a little too narrow in the sense that yes you can sense the claustrophobia but we need sort of scale and something outside of it to draw the story around him whilst obviously it being centered on him and then Nancy obviously develops a, as a key character very early on, but, but Stuart Couch's character really came on. And then really with Kevin on board and him saying, you've really got to play this part. And I was like, I know it's a great part. I, trust me, I, I'm sure we can get a great actor to play. I don't need to play this part. I'm happy to be you know, creatively involved as I am as a producer. I kept rereading it going there, it is great. And I thought, I can't, I can't make it work. I've got to go to South Africa two weeks before Christmas. And I had to grow long hair for Jane Campion in the next film I was doing for Power of the Dog. How how am I going to play a guy in a crew cut, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we got over all those logistical bumps and then I was completely in. And uh, it's quite the role. I mean, it's quite a journey to go on from a man who's one of whose best friends was murdered on one of the flight decks, one of the planes that flew into the Twin Towers, who as a Christian, a patriot and a military lawyer was perfectly positioned to prosecute someone who was being labelled as the chief recruiter of the 9-11 hijackers. It's a perfect fit, it's a, it's a shoo-in and yet he stumbles across this immovable obstacle, which is that the information, the confessions that were extracted, were extracted under conditions of torture that contravened the Geneva Convention and that he felt as a Christian and a lawyer and a patriot were inadmissible. And he gave up the prosecution because of that conviction, despite that personal connection, as well as his professional and religious connection. And I, I thought what an incredible stance to take, what a journey to go on, what a wrestling match with himself and his God and his role in his society he had to perform to get there and how lonely that must have been how difficult to be ostracized by his community what that must have felt like and I really sort of narrowed down on that and we met with Stuart who was fantastic and really forthcoming and generous and humbled that we were telling his part of the story as well as grateful that we were telling Mahamadou's and he's been supportive of the film before, during and, and after he, he's thrilled with the, the results and he was there in person so I got to record that amazing North Carolina twang and uh, I was uh, helped with the accident even during production with him he's since given it a thumbs up which is a which is a massive take, I guess. And uh, he was amazingly forthright. Most importantly for me, I guess, as an actor playing this guy, I wanted to know who he was as he steps onto our screen for the first time, what made him the person he was and is when we first meet him in our story before all the events unfold that change him in that moment in his life. And uh, that was great to get the backstory of the guy. And then, yeah, to knuckle down on certain emotional shifts, key moments, how it played on him physically, mentally, um, his sleep, his exhaustion, his sense that he was out of control, what he could do to regain control and who he was going to, who of his friends would turn a back on him and how that's played out. And he was, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was very rich material for me to draw on for the performance. So I owe him a lot. Jodie, I mean, I, I chatted to her the other week and she's described you as an amazing and selfless actor and producer. I was wondering oh, how, well. yeah, how would you describe Jodie and did you get much time to sort of get to know one another? As an amazing and selfless actress. No, I mean, she is, but I'm just being silly. I, she's, you know, it's extraordinary when you sit opposite someone. And basically, as a name, you know, she was the perfect fit for Nancy Holliday. I was like, she hasn't been in front of the camera for years. And she was really keen on it. And I was like, this is amazing. And then the day dawned when I was going to be sat opposite her. You know, all these iconic roles and this position she has in our culture. Such an incredible, incredible child star, an incredible adult actress and an incredible director. And a real heroine of the left of 
geopolitical and sexual politics, gender politics. She's pretty special, pretty unique. And here I am, at the time very ill, with a ball cap on, with glue sweating out the seams of it. I mean, the least cool version of myself in this baking hot kind of, it was a little bit like a greenhouse where we were filming. It was a magic location of brilliant lights, but it was incredibly hot. And I'm sit sitting opposite her and she's just knocking out of the park. She was so nuanced, so fluid in her intelligence and between takes, humorous, self-deprecating, just commensurate professional, but also a colleague, someone to work through problems with and very sympathetic to me, not feeling myself and sort of retching between takes and, and trying to mop up the glue that was running down my face. It was all very weird, but um, just laughing, both of us, at how surreal it is, let alone the fact that she's Jodie Foster, but just the thing of making a film and being at a gift shop, doing a scene in the gift shop of Guantanamo Obey. I mean, it's a sort of extraordinary visual moment as well as great heat-esque scenes of the two oppositional characters meeting for a brief moment and picking away at each other, just seeing how resilient they are to their positions. And figuring out that dance with her was just a joy. She's just awesome in every sense and such a lovely person. I just wish I could have got more time with her and hopefully you know, I will in the future in some way, shape or form because she was um, she was great to be around and great to act with. Um, and it's getting uh, awards recognition quite rightly. So BAFTA shortlisted for so many categories and you for supporting. Um, what would awards recognition mean to you specifically for the role and, and the film? Uh, it would be massive, but you know, my, my real hope is for to her and for Jodie there are real leads and I, I'm very very flattered that I've been recognised in this way as well but just doubly proud this is one of our first well this is our first film out as a, with me as a producer I, I produced as such before on Louis Wayne and on uh, The Courier but this is the first one out and to, to be recognised in this way is, is fantastic you know we set about to build a film company to make this kind of film that shines a light in dark places and it's part of a very varied slate we have but we're so proud of it and what it means um, for Mohamedou and hopefully for everyone watching it and to be recognised in this way is, is, is massive. You know, very excited and holding our breath. It's, there's a lot of extraordinary work out this year, but it's just, it's wonderful to have got this far, at least with recognition. The Mauritanian is out now. And with that, thanks for checking me out on the Bring the Film podcast today. I'm Patrick Downs and you can keep in touch across Twitter at I'm Patrick Downs, also on Instagram or facebook.com forward slash official pop tart. And there's also the website souf.co.uk. This is a podcast from souf.co.uk.